up, you guys, and welcome back to this week's episode of Paul's Podcast. This week, we are joined by Joseph Yonke. Joseph, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm Absolutely. Absolutely. So I know you're joining us on your travel day to Miami, so I really, really appreciate that. So, Joseph, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I grew up in Pittsburgh, and... Uh, I guess I should tie into my art story with, with this. So my grandfather has been an artist for a long time. He's been painting for most of his life. And then he retired kind of early, I guess you could say, and just did art full time. And, uh, so yeah, he got me into it and we just, I sort of, you know, grew up living in Pittsburgh. He lived in Pittsburgh, um, was always doing art, uh, whether that was like during recess at school or you know, going to his house to stay over with my grandparents. And we would always be doing, made this ba big basement that he did all his work in. And uh, we would paint there when I was growing up. And uh, yeah, so that's sort of the childhood. And then, you know, once I got to like middle school, I was homeschooled and moved out to Montana with the family. And um, just to really have a lot of family time. Uh, and that was pretty wild, but... I still continued to do a lot of art. Uh, saw my grandfather a little bit less, but in the summers we'd always meet back up at Deep Creek Lake, and he had a garage there where we where we would paint together. And uh, and yeah, so he you know a lot of my best memories were were yeah. comprised of being able to paint with my grandfather and uh, sort of I just it always it always is something that I stuck with. Um, throughout my life and and now up until the, this point you know i like i went into high school and i did art sporadically uh still i mean like enough to stay to do consistently i guess so i wouldn't say necessarily sporadically but um then college uh freshman year i got really caught up into partying and things like that and i didn't really do art at all uh -huh, so why was out of it and then uh, I joined a fraternity and I became president of that fraternity during my sophomore year so that's when COVID happened and those COVID restrictions really kept uh well it was just a stressful time for fraternity presidents yeah. and uh so I wasn't painting at all and then um after my sophomore year I was no, I no longer was a member of the fraternity <laughs> i i needed an outlet again so i returned to painting and that was such a reminder that of how much i cared about it and i was like you know what i need to turn this into a business and see how it goes i it was kind of like started selling i'd say like 15 but then like you know seven years later when i didn't really sell much it was just like a very incomprehensible thing about me like actually having an art full uh, art career full-time and then after those two years like after my sophomore year and then so midway through college I'm here at the end of college where uh that junior and senior year I basically spent all my time trying to build my art career and uh it's really been like 24 7 to not yeah and that's not really an exaggeration and um and yeah so now here I am I'm doing art full-time about to graduate in May and uh, move out to Miami, where I am now, and uh, and just getting to keep this rolling. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So 
you would say your grandfather, I guess, was really your inspiration, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He was the guy who taught me all the basics and uh, principles of design that are important. And um, and he was in illustration and in advertising for a while. That's why I picked my major at Penn State, which was advertising. Gotcha. And, uh, and yeah, so he sort of taught me all the important stuff and then sort of let me go run with it. And uh, it turned into what I'm making now. So, yeah, we have very different styles, but he, yeah, he, he kickstarted it. And, um, we just, since we do paint very differently, I would say my two main inspirations, uh, that are, you know, have worked relative to mine are George Kondo and William de Kooning, who, um, especially George Kondo there, uh, William de Kooning's been dead for a bit, but, uh, George Kondo's still alive. He's in his late seventies and he's basically like the living Picasso of today um and his work's wild uh he did the collab with kanye west it's called my dark and twisted fantasy so okay. those album covers you know the red border and the pixelated image yeah. that's all george kondo's art and it that was that one particular pixelated image was very graphic so which it was intentional he really wanted a, a graphic cover to be kind of provocative and and when they were releasing the album they, they, the music, whoever pixelates that stuff pixelated it because it was, it was gotcha. pretty, pretty, uh, X-rated. So, yeah. So now he's, he's my main, like, as far as work that's relative to mine, inspiration. And then William de Kooning, especially how he applies his medium, uh, or mediums, I guess, to the canvas is, uh, is really compelling to me. So I took a liking to him once I, really dove into discovering what art appealed to me and also developing my style. So, yeah. Yeah. That, so what would you, what would you say your, your style is if you would have to describe it? Technically it is figurative abstract expressionism. And I mainly do large scale portraits, uh, that are of that style. And then I do landscapes, which are quite popular and those do well. And uh, those are two my two main subject matters, though. I'm going to start doing more animals when I actually remember to. Usually I get, like, new canvases or whatever, and I get all excited, and I start painting, and it always turns into a face. But I'm going <laughs> to conscious point to actually do some animals because they are they, they perform well as regarding, like, how they sell. They, they appeal to a lot of people uh, like the landscapes do. So, um, you know, not everyone once the uh those crazy portraits that i do so you know knowing the market and adjusting accordingly is pretty important right so but there has to be a big market of people who do want you know the yeah. crazy stuff you do you said Half, Part so of the well, reason I'm moving to miami yeah yeah absolutely so you said you were selling a little bit at 15 what were you doing were you doing art style that you do now at 15 yeah, I would say around like my early teens is when I sort of figured out or was starting to discover what I painted like is is how I would say it. Uh, which yeah, it was kinda it was kinda similar. I, I, I was like I said, it sort of was a sporadic uh relationship with painting throughout my life. So I've never had a moment where I was really painting for months on end like I am now. So, yeah, I was kind of just, like, flirting with the idea of what I would be painting like, I would say. And I kind of 
and always just led me down these certain ways and directions while they're making that really bright and colorful, very heavily textured um, and things like that. And then just sort of that geometric structure sometimes with my figures that, that come out. Uh, right. So, yeah, I think all things considered, it, it, it's now been like a sort of like a culmination of, of what I've always been compelled to do. And especially, you know, once I started to mature and grow up as an artist, I, I, yeah, I found myself doing more and more this, this type of style that I'm doing now. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and I think it's beautiful. I think, I think, I think it's something that you don't necessarily have to know and appreciate the art. Well, of course you have to appreciate the art, but it's not something you have to know about or have a true appreciation to the meaning behind it to like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. So, so what are so you said you plan to move to Miami? Is that and you said so? What it has to do a lot with your business and your the selling of your paintings. So, what was it like starting your business and and having a following? Um, what it was like? Well, actually, this is I'm I'm glad you asked this because it's a pretty interesting funny answer and i think it would be relevant to anyone who wants to actually do something they love to do or or start something is that it was the least sexy thing starting it out and it was like kind of embarrassing you know it's like i like i said i always grew up painting i kind of had this like this 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 ability to do it but yeah i was first like throwing myself at it like i wanted to get a lot of paintings done and i was just looking how far it was from like where I wanted to be and then you kind of tend to rush yourself so I was making like stuff that like wasn't necessarily working too well and the website looked like crap you know I yeah. knew and uh so it, yeah starting out like starting out to like this what I was saying like these last couple of years it was yeah. it was it was pretty brutal at first and like you know all the peers uh, a lot of peers I had at Penn State weren't necessarily very close with or who weren't very supportive definitely yeah. had things to say and I definitely heard a lot of it and that was I was kind of like oh all right well you know I'm gonna keep going I love it and blah. we'll see how it looks in a little while after I work super hard and now it's yeah. at that point where it's uh it's harder to criticize and hopefully it'll keep being like that because yeah that was pretty that was pretty ruthless at first and I like I was pretty aware of it. even even now it's like it's still really young and it's developing um yeah. But it's only to a decent spot already because of just like a constant obsession and, and dedication of my time to it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, your website now is beautiful. Now it's pretty good. It's getting there. <laughs> yeah, the website's beautiful now. So how many years has it been in total? All right. So if, like this intensive effort, uh, this recent intensive effort has been... So basically all the paintings on my website, the whole website, the whole social media marketing, Instagram following, whatever it might be, it has been a year and eight months. Wow. Whoa. And junior year, I thought I was still going to have a job in like marketing or something. So I was still super involved. I was in a bunch of, a bunch of extracurriculars and I was leading a lot of them. And uh, so I still was like really caught up in things that weren't just art. So I like, it was literally like all my time outside of school I put in and I mean it, you know, it's, it, which is, I don't care because it's, it was, it's been a blast and like every single second 
I'm doing it, I just get way more excited about it. And it's, uh, yeah. and that, yeah, just like seeing it evolve is just so much fun. And now yeah. it's year, I don't have any of those extracurriculars. So now I'm just like trying to grow the business and, and paint as much as possible. And, uh, so yeah, I'm, that's, that's, that's me now. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, even though I had the school distraction and the extracurriculars and thinking I was going to have another career, uh, it is, has been, uh, in reality, like in, like in, like a year and eight months, but fortunately, uh, growing up around art has been able to, to amplify what I've been able to do now. So that's yeah. been helpful, but yeah, it's not been long. Yeah, absolutely. I was just going to say, if you really put it into perspective, that hasn't been a long time at all. No. And and when I last checked your Instagram, you've grown a pretty good following on Instagram. You have about 22,000 followers and you've been, you know, featured in numerous, numerous articles and magazines. Yeah, it's going well. It's uh, it's being, you know, it's it's sort of just a a trial and error kind of process and yeah. figure out what doesn't work. Even like Instagram, it's funny that I'm horrible at making content. I hate making content. Yeah. You have to do it. And now I'm finally getting a system down, like just finally getting a system down where I'm like, okay, I know what to do generally regarding like when I should post, what I should post and um, what might be a generally like well, like well fit right. with, with what I or like who I am or whatever it may be. So yeah, it's it's all it's been, you know, and then just like reaching out and poking around like there's so much trial and error. It's crazy. Like I uh, it's like it's like for every 100 failures I have or whatever it may be, like maybe like two things work out. So it I know that will, that ratio will get better as I grow, but definitely trying to build it is like that. And uh, you just got to accept that that's part of the process. And that's what. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just been in like, you know, with that constant effort, it's uh, that's why the output's been pretty decent because it's just that super intense focus. That's it's doing well. It's 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 helping me out. It's doing me some favors for sure. Luckily. Yeah. Yeah. So were you were you that kid growing up like winning art contests? Or was that like not? I was getting wall. Yeah, I was in. The, I didn't join. I didn't join too many. But high school, I I got like the most promising artist award, and the senior yeah. just like the school purchased one of the seniors' art pieces, and then like junior year, I got the the that like kind of same kind of artist award where yeah, it's just like from like um, you know, prowess like artistic prowess, I guess. Yeah, which was yeah. all was from just like growing up around it. I would say. Yeah, I asked that because I w I wanted to say what was it like your first article and f seeing your work and yourself in in an article for the first time. Yeah, it was exciting. I was like, all right, well, and, and that's funny too. Like when something good happens too, I'm like, okay, cool, and then I just am like so reset on like what's next. Yeah, I, well, I just gotta keep rolling. Yeah, want so yeah, I think I enjoyed it for a little bit, and then it's definitely you know. It seems so like even now I'm like, even the last couple that have been out, I'm just like, all right, I gotta keep going here. What's the next thing? And uh, I enjoyed the like the 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 most enjoyable thing is like being able to watch the evolution and like take little glances back about like, okay, great, and now like I want to go here and like now I and like I know I'm gonna get there. I just gotta figure out how and uh, and just keep rolling and like it's just such an exciting process that. 
it can get grueling. It's like, it's really not like, it's, uh, it's not, like I said, I use the term like sexy. It's been, it's kind of been pretty, pretty ugly for a while. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to get super gritty, especially leaving college and doing it full time, but I'm ready for it. And I know, you know, I got some exciting stuff cooking up and hopefully it works out. And if, if that stuff doesn't come together, then on to the next thing that might be that, that, that will bring me to my next leap and our stride or whatever you want to call it. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So because you're just like putting your all into this and doing it 24 seven, do you feel like you have any break? Do you feel like, like, how do you feel you disconnect yourself from the art or are you just are the art? The break is the painting. That's, that's, which is perfect because, um, because that's what I, that's a, that's a, that's a fun part. It's even fun to work on the administrative business aspects now because I know it's just like you're adding fuel to the fire of what's, of what's, of what I got going on. And um, so it's really like, I don't, and that's the thing too, is like when I'm actually on vacation or like away with, from my like craft or, or being able to be like super getting stuff done during the day. I like, I like freak out. I'm so like mentally a wreck. It's just because I'm extra, I'm just super obsessed with it. So, um, yeah, it's like, it's like how people get into exercise and then when they can't, they're just, you know, thrown off. It's like, that's for, that's the case for me, especially if I go like a week without painting, I'm just miserable. Um, I've become so acclimated to that kind of lifestyle. And, uh, and I, and I like going to bed at night, whatever it may be like, I, I really, it really helps me from a mental standpoint to like, know I'm getting stuff done and getting closer to the, you know, to that next step. And, um, which is, which I was, I've sort of said is fine. Cause it's all such a, it's such a fun process and it opens a lot of doors and, you know, sometimes I'll take a cool trip like to Miami to meet with somebody or, or something like that, uh, out at a school. And, um, and, uh, and yeah, so those, those are always cool. And it's like, it's just like being this major thing as a part of my identity and who I am. It's, uh, it's now seems pretty unreplaceable. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So do you think like you have COVID to thank for that? What, what was the, what was the switch like from going from not painting to be, to be obsessed with it? I actually, I guess I do because of how tough it was being the fraternity, the president of my fraternity during COVID it, it, yeah, it led me to like, without COVID, I wouldn't, yeah, I I wouldn't even probably be painting within the last like two months right now. Like I, uh, I think all because of it and and where like the spit, the spot it left me where COVID and all that, that whole experience at Penn state left me was, was, was the reason, yeah, it's exact. It's the exact reason why I'm doing what I'm doing now. So thank God for that, I guess. Um, yeah. And uh, I just, you know, it's it gave me such a sense of purpose and meaning that, damn, if I, you know, I think about if I kept doing what I was doing, I probably would be kind of miserable. Because uh, yeah. it's like it's it's really nice. Like once you you know once you get into something like you do with I'm sure with this, it's like. It's, it's such a sense of, you know, you get so much fulfillment from it and yeah. that's really enhanced my life a lot, um, in so many ways. So yeah, I think it is really because of COVID. Um, it's not really necessarily because of like 
what COVID restrictions or whatever may have been forced. You know, like we went home from that spring break and never came back. And like I was in my house, I didn't paint at all. Like I was, I was just sort of distracted with school and like still thinking like I was going to go back to, oh wait, so no, sir, that was before I was president. I'm, I got my time as so because I was freshman year, we went back for spring break. I forgot how long COVID was. So we came back from like, we went home for spring break, never came back to school. And then that sophomore year, COVID was still around and became president. So yeah, so then, then yeah, so because of the the, the results of, of that experience, I, I, you know, it wasn't cause like I was lo- like a lot of people say, like I got into art, like being in my house, like I didn't really do any art there. Um, it was just because I needed the paint, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, cause it was just like there conveniently. Um, yeah. which is like, so yeah, but, but, and yeah, like you're saying it, it I didn't really, but so therefore I didn't really think it was because of COVID, but it really was because, you know, it's kind of hard to explain as like the circumstances of COVID led to the me needing like because of the stress and everything me needing to start painting again yeah so you said you don't paint at home so do you have a studio at your house or do you have a separate well, studio yeah that at that time i just i wasn't really painting but i do paint when i'm home kind of it's it depends on like if i'm in pittsburgh i have a studio to paint in so yeah and then here uh my parents now live in florida so like pretty much full time. So yeah, when I'm here, I, I, uh, I did, I, you know, like I did some painting at, uh, at my house, uh, before I came back to Miami. Um, and then I'm trying to think about, you know, yeah. So it was mostly like sort of doing art in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I really, I didn't really paint my house. I don't really think about it, uh, much and then like yeah even growing up it was kind of like in montana i did because i was with my grandfather and he was yeah. so uh i'd paint in our in our like basement we had like a storage room and uh yeah it was um it was kind of just garages and uh and now pittsburgh a studio thing came together i did an apprenticeship with an artist in pittsburgh named Corey bonnet and he let me use like half of his giant fifth floor studio, like of downtown in downtown Pittsburgh. And that was, that's been awesome. And like last, like the last couple of summers, I was basically just doing work there. And, um, and yeah, so not really much house painting, but I did, I don't want to make a mess in my parents' house. So I just got some, else. I did a canvas. It's like the first one now on the gallery page of my site. And, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. That was fun. Um, didn't make a mess and everything. So, uh, that worked out well. I needed to do at least one painting because even like I said, like that was going like that one week without, without doing it. So yeah. 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 I totally agree with going back to what you said before about meaning to your life and you becoming obsessed with it. I feel like it's totally the most important thing to know yourself best and understand yourself. And I feel like when you do have a passion, like you with painting, it just, emphasizes that and brings it out even more it's it's like the best way to understand yourself and know yourself kind of yeah absolutely it's uh yeah i I notice a lot of people who don't have that thing that gives them a lot of meaning or whatever it may be which makes sense when you're young right yeah Um, it's it's kind of you know and then you what else do you do with your time right you go and you're in you know in college at least you you're probably going out being social and partying like which is fine but 
I think people have a proclivity or tendency to early say like some kind of compelling force that makes them want that sense of, you know, that sense of, uh, that sense of meaning. It's just like, it's just human nature. And, yeah. and having that at a young age has really done a lot of good things for me. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I, it's funny because when, when we're like kids, like I'm thinking back to my childhood, like I used to like to paint too, you know what I mean? Like finger paint, obviously on a different level than you. But I think a lot of the times stuff we real stuff we really do enjoy. And like for me, I always love to write and then life goes on and you kind of lose sight of what you really did enjoy and what meant a lot to you. And, and sometimes you know, life does go on and you don't have a second to reflect back on that and think like, maybe I should give that not a second try, but maybe I should look more into that. And, and it, it's like a missed opportunity and there's nothing, there's nothing worse than a missed opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty painful, I guess. You know, you see all those, you see all those, uh, like, if you're on your deathbed and you, like, one of the worst things is, like, to think about, you know, all the things you could have been, been or done. Yeah, yeah, totally. And that's, I think that's been, and it's very true, and that's part of the motivation of why I'm taking that dive into this full time, and um, and especially while I'm at a young age. And, uh, yeah, so that's, that's, that's definitely true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, I was going to ask you, like, was... So COVID was like your aha moment. Like you're going to be doing art for the rest of your life. Did you, so you're getting a marketing degree, right? Yeah. Advertising technically, but I was going to work in marketing. Yeah. So, so you don't plan on doing any of that, right? Yeah. You're going to do, is that, so you're in my, sorry, you're moving to Miami and are you going to open up a shop down there? What's it going to be like? Yeah, that'd be nice. It's, uh, I think what the plan is, is work with a gallery um to represent me and uh and yeah and that just sort of be my own businessman and uh and and run things or grow things accordingly but um i'll probably be painting out of my living space again yeah uh, miami is quite expensive to live in so yeah, uh i think i i'm looking at some places that seem good like one that would give me enough, like one, for example, that I just came across, it would give me plenty of room to paint and also live in. And I wouldn't have to pay like a fee for, you know, going to one of those, but there's like places where a bunch of artists like have yeah. the cubicles and paint in. Yeah. Uh, I, that would obviously living in that apartment that I found is to actually one of my friends. Um, he lives there and I think they're, they're same. There's the same kind of, kind of like they're like duplexes. So I'd try to get one of those and, uh, and yeah, so yeah, I think that's likely what I'm going to be doing uh, as far as where I'm going to be painting. But yeah, and then once I do my next couple of uh, intensive spurts of, of painting over these next couple of months, I don't have many credits left at school. I'm going to be, I'm going to be getting a lot of work done and have like a full, pretty large body of work that I can then bring to or send to submit to these galleries for review and hopefully you know the good one a good one will represent me and uh and and yeah that will be my sort of my sort of main way to sell uh, and then also the the sales and leads i get on my own 
accord. Uh, but those galleries are really well connected with collectors and, and people who, okay, you know, are, are, well, yeah, collectors and people that, um, are just looking for art. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Is, so is that, is that what, like when you, when you close your eyes and picture like, um, a successful, a successful career, is that what it would be being represented by a good gallery? Yeah, more or less. I mean, it's always it's always uh, nice to have that representation. It's not necessarily necessary, especially now with social media. Um, like I said, sort of just running the business on my own, whether that's, you know, I get sales through social media or my website, people find me online. My SEO, my website's getting pretty decent. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all things considered, you don't necessarily, especially nowadays, need a gallery, but it would definitely take some of that grunt work of like finding people to buy or finding those collectors. And like there are collectors who have good relationships with galleries too. Right. Uh, you know, that is important. Um, right. So, so I, yeah, having that representation can be pretty beneficial. And I think it's, it's a good uh, resume addition anyway. So, and then, yeah, I'll keep having, I'm going to have shows too. Like I, this summer I'm going to have a show at the Miami beach Soho house. Uh, okay. huge and uh i'm really excited for that okay. and, yeah so yeah sort of just all those things i listed is how the career will grow and and yeah we maintain yeah so do you plan do you plan on going back up to pittsburgh anymore after that after college or yeah you... probably not much honestly i mean if i ever have a reason or someone to meet with or yeah or uh you know maybe i'll try to have a, a hometown show kind of thing in the near future um yeah it'd be reasons like that but generally no i don't think i'll put many reasons to go back to pittsburgh other than the nostalgia factor of it of like be wanting to be back there and and spending a little bit of time but that's yeah not really not really much of other reasons to go back so i think mostly i'm just going to be in miami constantly and my brother just moved to new york uh to do finance so I'll probably be visiting him and obviously New York's a good art scene. So I'm sure I'll right. come up with a few excuses to go there, but yeah, Pittsburgh's art scene's pretty obsolete. So yeah, it's not really, they're not, not much, there's not much pull going on for me to, yeah. for me to get, for me to go back. Yeah. Any, any thoughts on going by coastal? Would you go to LA? You, you know, I haven't really thought about it too much, but I wouldn't be surprised if I end up having a show there eventually. Yeah. So, but for, as for living, I think, you know, it's, it's my family's kind of migrated to Florida. So it's like, makes a lot of sense to kind of stick around there. Um, so yeah, I haven't really put too much thought on it, but I think at the least I will be having a show there at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Bye. So what is your, so to conclude a little, what is your following look like now? Is it, is your art being purchased by collectors mul multiple times? How does that stuff work? Yeah, I'm working on getting some collectors that are purchasing consistently, but usually now, like at this point, it's been people buying or you know one or two paintings, and uh, and uh, and yeah, they're just sort of like finding me through the ways I mentioned, and yeah, I think once I'm sort of figured out, got my stuff figured out here, and I assimilate, and I'm meeting the right people, then yeah, hopefully I'll be coming across those collectors that will be. Getting more than a couple of paintings, and that'd be pretty awesome. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, your work is beautiful, and I think your your story is really great. And I think I think that's it's really interesting how it took something like you know a pandemic to make you out to be the artist you are today. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy how it led to this because yeah. if it wasn't for that freak event, then I wouldn't. I'd be very different today and be doing very different things and having very probably have a very different life like long term so it's like yeah it's, it's crazy to think about it's funny a lot of the times when we've been talking uh is just like i have these like some seconds of like introspection where I'm like damn that's yeah like that yeah that's Absolutely. that's pretty cool to think about and that's one of them for sure <laughs> but, yeah yeah no for sure yeah life would be so different if it wasn't for it and it's like it's just, it's just, it's just crazy to think about how like some things lead to another, and then here I am. Yeah. I'm all BS, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, what would you? I always ask this to everyone. What would you say your biggest piece of life advice would be to anyone listening? Oh well, I don't see. This is the thing. It was like I uh, recently just just chose to do the thing I love to do, and yeah. like people were like us to like older people were like who are, you know, wise and, and successful or whatever, like I look up to her, like, like, yes, you, you already figured it out. That's what you should be doing and are very encouraging. But, you know, if you love to do something, yeah, this is what I, this is what I should, I, I, this is my best life advice is that you, if you do, cause it's most applicable to me is that if you do love to do something and you can figure out a way to be successful with it or make it work, then you would be doing yourself a major disservice to to not be doing that. If if you think if there's any ounce of belief that you can make things work and 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 and, and build this thing that 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 is most important to you or something you're most passionate about, then then do it. Uh, and oh my God, like if you're in college, you'd be crazy to not take any risk because that's the time when you could so easily take risk. So. Yeah, I, you know, it's like, t- take those jumps, do do the things that maybe, you know, would get made fun of or, or, or wouldn't be too appealing at first. Not too sexy. Once, yeah, not very sexy, because once you actually put that time in and build it, then you're like, your life can change, and that's what's happening to me in real time. But I, like, I was super hesitant about taking that jump, and I did finally, and it, and it has honestly helped with a very supportive group of people behind me or around me that convinced me that, you know, and they saw the conviction but behind my care and passion for it. And uh, so now, I'm, yeah, I'm doing the thing, you know, I'm like following through with the thing I love to do. And like, that's been amazing. But you have to be, you have to think critically going into it though. And, and being, and you have to be very strategic and like, sure, people can say, that do what you love, but there's certain things that are very hard to pull off and you need to do what's necessary in order to make them work. Absolutely. So sure, do what you love, but there's a lot of people out there who don't really, who, which is fine. They just lack the understanding of what it actually takes. And like, like, man, like you have to be, you have to really love it though. And like, if it's something like art, unless you're extremely, extremely talented, you got to be ready to, to roll with those punches and, yeah. and just get after it and really and just be really gritty with it because 
you know, but if you, if you love it enough, you'll do that and you'll do what's necessary. And if you have the talent for it, it will work out. So yeah, I mean, that's a very long-winded answer of like, <laughs> here I am, I guess I'm doing the thing I, I love to do most. And, and, uh, and I think you should do that too. If, um, if you think you can make it work, but you're ultimately the person who's going to make your own decisions and your choices. And, um, and yeah, just, yeah. Best of luck to anyone who does it. I think it's I think it's definitely worth considering. And if you find that thing, then yeah, you should definitely you'd be doing yourself, like I said, a disservice to not be doing all you can to make it work. Absolutely. Absolutely. So maybe a long winded answer, but you got a lot of good points. Yeah, I ramble. So <laughs> no, no, I loved it. You got a lot of good points across. Man, okay. I hope so. The word sounds So, you know, I I can't thank you enough for joining us um while you're traveling and I have absolutely no doubt you're you're gonna you know you, you your last name has that vibe you got the picasso vibe going on <laughs> yogi so thank you so much joseph for joining us guys thank you so much for watching this week's episode i hope you loved it tune in next week for a very uh good episode it's uh gonna give you some love doctor vibes so tune in next week guys and join me back here if you're not following the socials what are you doing at pauls.podcast on instagram at Paul's podcast on twitter joseph what are what's the socials yeah it's just it's pretty much instagram now add me on linkedin too i use linkedin a lot okay that's <laughs> it's just those two yeah okay all right so you you heard it here guys and thank you for joining me for another great episode of paulo's podcast mm-hmm.